Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello once again. This is episode number 111 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Taming Your Temper. Again, with what's going on in our society, I felt led to address the issue this month on taming your temper or dealing with your anger. And maybe you might feel, well, Paul, I don't have an issue with that. Well, that's great. But we know that there are many Christians and non-Christians that do. We know that the Bible says, be angry and sin not. So anger being an emotion that we feel can erupt without our control. But the thing is that even when this emotion erupts, we're not to allow it to control us to the point that we wind up sinning. So by the grace of God, I have provided insight through his word and through just some suggestions on how you may be able to deal with any temper or anger that you seem to have in your life that seems to flare up even when you don't want it to. So please take time to listen to the previous podcasts as they are filled with great insight on this topic as well. Well, today I'd like to share with you 2 Samuel chapter 16, verse 5 to 13, and it deals with a situation that King David went through. When King David came to Baharam, behold, there came out from there a man of the family of the house of Saul, whose name was Shimei, the son of Gerah. He came out cursing continually as he came. He threw stones at David and at all the servants of King David, and all the people, and all the mighty men who were at his right hand and at his left. Thus Shimei said when he cursed, Get out, get out, you man of bloodshed and worthless fellow. The Lord has returned upon you all the bloodshed of the house of Saul, and whose place you reigned, and the Lord has given the kingdom into the hand of your son Absalom. And behold, you are taken in your own evil, for you are a man of bloodshed. Then Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over and cut off his head. But the king said, What have I to do with you, O sons of Zeruiah? If he curses, and if the Lord has told him, Curse David, then who shall say, Why have you done so? Then David said to Abishai and to all his servants, Behold, my son who came out from me seeks my life. 
How much more now this Benjamite? Let him alone and let him curse, for the Lord has told him. Perhaps the Lord will look on my affliction and return good to me instead of this cursing this day. So David and his men went on the way. And Shimei went along on the hillside, parallel with him, and as he went, he cursed and cast stones and threw dust at him. Well, David knew that nothing could touch his life apart from God. So he accepted the anger of this man and trusted God for the outcome. You may find yourself in such a situation too, where you're going to need to do the same thing that David did and to leave the outcome to God. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 2 says, When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 24 to 25 says, And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness, instructing those that oppose them. Now remember, David, being a servant of the Lord, is obeying also what we're seeing here in this scripture. And he's being meek, instructing those who oppose themselves. If God, peradventure, will give them repentance to the acknowledgement of the truth. And so David basically was doing this too, being a servant of the Lord. He didn't strive. He was gentle. He was apt to teach. He was being patient. He was trying to instruct those that oppose him. And really, you might say, well, Paul, how did he instruct him? He instructed him by even his character and behavior. And we do the same thing with people. It's, we don't just instruct with our words. We instruct with how we live. And then also it says here, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledgement of the truth. There are times when we can instruct someone, not saying the word, but with our actions, even to the point that hopefully God will allow them to repent and come to know the truth. Well, I know we usually think of anger or having a temper in a negative way, but God does reveal things to us through this emotion of anger. And so it can bring some positive results when not allowed to go uncontrolled. June Hunt, which is a counselor, states some positive things about anger. This is what she says. Anger can bring positive change in a life. Anger gives insight into your past hurt. Anger brings your true feelings to light. Anger reveals inappropriate ways of meeting needs. Anger helps you to realize your need for the Lord. Anger uncovers your need to set healthy boundaries. Anger appropriately verbalized produces intimacy in relationships. Anger appropriately displayed is used by God to convict others of sin. And that's what I had just said when I was sharing that other scripture. Anger correctly handled is a positive Christian witness. So anger, which is an emotion, can still be used in our lives for positive results, not just negative. Well, in closing again, James chapter 1, verse 19 to 20 says, Know this, my beloved brethren, let every person be quick to hear, 
slow to speak and slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Our annual women's conference is coming up. Please go to our website given at the end of the podcast and get the information that you need to register. And I hope that I'll see you right at our women's conference so that I can meet you face to face and you can have fellowship with a great group of women. Well, join me again as we learn more about taming our temper and smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.